welcome to the Broad Review, where a couple of broads count them too. Talk about everything that affects us, but for Pete's sake, don't correct us. Seriously. Just settle in, kick off your shoes, it's time to tune into the Broad Review. Hello, everyone. Hi. And welcome to The Broad Review. (laughs) My name is Emily. I'm Tiffany. And we are here to educate you, give you some reviews, our opinions on... I don't know what I'm trying to do here. I don't know what was... I don't know what the fuck I'm I'm trying to do. I'm not sure. It's already weird because it's a Sunday. It is. is. I'm sorry. I don't know what that was. It's fine. We should be napping right now. (laughs) So uh, I don't know what that voice I was just putting on was that it sounded like I was like a pleasant... Uh, friendly human some sort of npr yeah no so what this is is uh we're two broads broads and we review things we give our honest opinions they are our opinions so if you were ever of a different opinion we don't fucking care (laughs) like uh, it doesn't matter like they're our opinions so just like take them with whatever you want yeah i was gonna say a grain of salt salt. but like what several is, grains of several salt. an entire block of salt like what does that horses? Even mean oh i don't know too Let's close to the microphone again uh listeners call in let us know what a grain of salt means yeah uh if you haven't noticed we also are going to swear so yes, if you don't like bit. the swears don't fucking listen <laughs> is the short answer because it's not something that we're going to change for you we are who we are and that's the best we can do (laughs) yeah we are not gonna better ourselves for you that's not what this is about maybe 2020 i don't know 2020 is a new a new decade so we're gonna change ourselves no no same swearing same same shitty content (laughs) same stuff quality content quality content uh remember when we went to that fancy tea room in vancouver and your husband told us to elevate ourselves that was my favorite elevate yourselves ladies ladies ladies, elevate yourselves that's what our model will be for in 2020 yeah like i won't wear my pre-workout clothes over to your house justin was like are you going to the gym before or after you podcast and i was like after i would never do that to emily i'm a swamp creature together like i'm already a swamp creature but like put me on an elliptical machine for 45 minutes and jesus (laughs) jesus maybe we should uh maybe we should do some sort of like a rebrand for 2020 where we're like an inspirational podcast instead no 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 maybe our goal for 2020 should be to actually take a current photo of ourselves <laughs> no <laughs> fuck no we not doing it intend to we have such strong intentions to do that and it just it's true it doesn't work there are intentions yeah but like anytime we're together where both of us feel like we look like really nice because we got dolled up about 15 seconds after we get there we're both fucking drunk yeah and so then we forget so we need an event that we both go to that we both have to kind of like elevate ourselves elevate ourselves for <laughs> that we don't drink which is not something that we do i'm not you're not gonna get me to drive anywhere downtown and dress nice if i can't have a glass of champagne right? at we'll least. take a picture at, at the cats premiere which we now Star if Wars. you didn't see we have tickets for yes yes so we are doing that is going to be our week of movies and that's next not next, next week, week. 
Not next, next, next week. Next, next week. Yes. Uh, where we are seeing Star Wars mm-hmm. on Thursday, and then we're seeing Cats on such Friday. A, such a bold follow-up opportunity. It is. it is. And I. it's pretty funny. When you see, I'm not going to post a picture mm-hmm. of it because I want it to be a surprise for you. When you see the size of the theater that we are seeing Cats mm-hmm. in, you are going to piss yourself laughing. It's not a regular size theater. I would describe it as intimate. Oh, no. Really? Very intimate. No way. On opening weekend, they did that? the smallest theater I've ever seen. It was like all they had left after they filled all the Star Wars That's what I think. Yeah. I mean, there's, and it's not just Star Wars. There's some other movie opening up that weekend, too, that's fairly big. I I think Cats is going to crash and burn. Jumanji? Potentially. Or no, that's this There's something for kids. There is something for kids that's releasing that week, too, I think. I thought Jumanji was for me. (laughs) Jumanji is for everybody. Yeah. So next, next, next week is the week of movies. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm very excited. We'll try to be, um, but we're going to be drinking to do like an Instagram live reaction or something. Yeah. Well, uh, so, so you are, we are going to happy hour before that was my, we are going to happy hour before and you can drink at this theater. That was my other, the, the I pick, although the tickets were more than I normally pay, which is nothing because I'm on the AMC A-list. free movies. Yeah. Okay. AMC, if you would like to sponsor us, (laughs) the AMC A-list, off topic, is the absolute shit. You can see three fucking movies a week on any screen. There are no restrictions. So if I wanted to see the, I, I wanted to see the IMAX version, that's included. Really? And you don't have to pay any fees and you're you get the reserved seats as long as you have a theater that can reserve seats. Uh, I love as long as it's not a a, a dirt theater. <laughs> <laughs> but the one that I usually go to is is reserved seats. It's it's so wonderful and it's like it's last night nice I want to see a movie mm-hmm. like last Christmas. <laughs> Go reserve my seats. Expect that people are going to reserve them right next to me and go. So, <laughs> yes, AMC, if you'd like to sponsor us, I, I highly recommend the A-List. And also, I got an email from <gasps> them saying that A-List is a good Christmas present. Oh. And it totally is. Because you're basically is. telling people, you're, you're giving somebody three movie tickets a week. Like, here, do something with your time, <laughs> do th- Grandma. <laughs> yeah. And for people like us that we need content and we need things so much content yeah it's, and it pays for itself as long as you see two movies a month oh wow okay so it pays for itself yeah yeah nice i did not get paid for that so that was not paid that content. was not paid but i'd like it to be but so soon. give me a call cut us a check <laughs> amc that's how it works checks so we're right. getting close Write to christmas yeah there's a lot of content related to christmas mm-hmm what did you review this week? Oh, I forgot I was going first. You are going first. Um, so I'm going through uh, a independent viewing slump mm. because there's a lot of stuff that Justin and I want to watch together. Mm. Although I think at this point, if I said, you know what, I'll just finish this season of The Crown on my own, he would probably be like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Oh, totally fine. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. Um, but you, you know, there's a lot of shows that we want to watch together. So during the daytime when I'm taking a break or just don't have that much work to do, I, I can't find anything that is like holding my interest. Mm-hmm. And so I even went back to Mindhunter. And then season I, two. Season two. And then I fell asleep and then I started the new season of Mrs. Maisel. 
and I fell asleep. <laughs> but I was a little bit tired that day. Oh. Because we have this broken alarm clock that is waking up a little bit too early every day uh, this past week by scratching our uh, blinds. Oh, I was talking. I thought he was. I was like, fix the fucking alarm clock. Get a new then, alarm clock, you, you idiot. Mo- you morons. <laughs> oh, it's a, a cat alarm it's clock. It's a sentient. Got it. No, wait, not sentient. Are cats sentient beings? Uh, write us in. <laughs> write us a note. Comments on that. Yeah, they are. Emily's going to Google the meaning of sentient right now. I am. It's a live mammal. Uh, alarm clock so i think maybe that might have something to do with it too getting woken up earlier than normal so emily had a suggestion actually it was more like you have to do this it was (laughs) because uh i'm not going to um i cats are sentient okay good able to perceive or feel things like emotions i think so because that's why robots aren't sentient okay yeah emotions what makes a being sentient (laughs) A creature that can suffer and feel pain. Oh. Mostly animals and humans. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. So for sure, cats are sentient. That got weird. <laughs> I don't want them to suffer <laughs> ever. Throw your phone. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Fuck this sentient shit. Goddamn. So Emily strongly suggested that I watch the Casey Musgraves Christmas show. And I was excited too because I like Casey Musgraves. Mm-hmm. I do. I've had a small bit of a country music resurgence in my life. I liked country music in the late 90s and the year 2000. Dixie Chicks? Dixie Chicks, early Tim McGraw, early Kenny Chesney, before country music became what it is now. Racist? Uh, Racist. I just, I don't even know how to describe it without being super offensive other than it got really stupid. Yeah. And, you know, people always made fun of country music, like, oh, it was just a song about a guy whose dog died and blah, blah, blah. Now it's about, like, cold beer and tight jeans, and it's just like, oh, come on. The Confederate flag. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't I don't know. It just, it became too much. Yeah. And the the fan base became too much for me because it was like, I'm going to wear short jean shorts and a cowboy hat that I got at Target and like a totally late country music. <laughs> well, would you say the downfall that you experienced came from the Dixie Chicks uh, controversy that happened? Because I feel like that was when the schism kind of like got created. Yeah, a, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say something. Uh, it's probably not going to be controversial for controversial for any of our listeners. Uh, when Toby Keith came out with that 9-11 song, Fucking that was it for me. I was done. I, was- go, I, I was done. I was done. When I saw people like, because we used to go to this country bar at home all the time. And when people would like stand up and salute to that song, I was like, this is not the country America <laughs> I want to be a part of. I want to be part of the Dixie Chicks America. Yeah. So that got a little hard for me because that's not the type of patriotism that I participate in. Yeah. I love America, just not Toby Keith's America. <laughs> <laughs> so in the past year or so, there's been a few artists that have kind of won me back over a little bit. Brandy Carlisle doesn't technically count as a country artist. She's more Americana, which I think a lot of my likes fall. But from her, I started listening to other other gals, if you will, because most of them are girls, besides Chris Stapleton, who looks like a swamp monster. That's my word of the day. <laughs> I would 
let him love me to death. I would let him swamp monster me to death. <laughs> he has the world's sexiest voice. So uh, I'm still not quite sold on a ton of the guys because they're still singing about ice cold beer and booties and things like that. And also trying to like rap and stuff and stop. Just, stop. All right. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to a place. But so like from Brandy Carlisle, I got to Marin Morris, who is an actual sweet baby angel doll. And from her, I got to Casey Musgraves. And Casey Musgraves is also sweet baby angel. She is beautiful, stunning. Mm -hmm. She has the most delicate voice, but there's like, it's like still soulful, like, but it's, it's not super twangy. I like, I like what her songs are about. The country audience doesn't really embrace her that much. Mm -hmm. She actually doesn't get any radio play, but she wins a shit ton of fucking awards because she's making elevated country music <laughs> as I like to call it because I'm now a country music snob but it, she has more of that old school vibe or yeah I don't know like the old school like like Loretta Lynn and stuff like that so but she also played Coachella so it's like but she's, she's cool. just yeah she's she's super fucking cool so I really appreciate how she's like non-traditional I have a strong appreciation for her fashion Cause she is just like a little bit out there, but she pulls it off really well. A lot of this review includes um, commentary on her outfits that she wore. Why not? <laughs> um, if you don't follow her on Twitter, you should, cause she's hilarious, mm -hmm. very self-deprecating. I think there was a tweet that was like, she just looks like she has a, a, like no personality, and she retweeted it and was like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was the yeehaw thing. I didn't fucking, I didn't say. fucking say yee. <laughs> but like, she's such a moron. She did totally mess that up. Like, she missed the her own beat. She's just kind of a, a dipshit. Yeah, I like it. And though. she's pretty, and she has a great voice, and also she is uh, she's an unapologetic stoner, which some people turn their noses up to. And it's like, have you ever listened to old school country? Seriously. That's literally what it was all about. Yeah. And so that kind of irritates me where it's like, oh, she's always smoking weed. And it's like, do you, uh, have you heard of Willie Nelson? <laughs> Fucking man. Anybody? Any of them? So that that is my opinion of her going into this country show or Christmas show. I wasn't going in like, oh, God, I have to watch this. I love her. Love her. And then she made a Christmas special. The Casey Musgraves Christmas show is on Amazon Prime or Prime Video, or whatever you call it, Prime Video, and it is 45 minutes long. So not, not a long Christmas special, which I will say, I don't know if I like this format in general. I didn't, I didn't watch the John and Chrissy one that they did last year, John Legend yeah. and Chrissy Teigen, I think because it was on cable, and I don't, Jessica Simpson used to do them too, didn't she? Talk well, about I mean, dipshits. This, this, the format of Christmas special, at least how I'm kind of interpreting it, is like, like almost like a Sunny and Cher style very, variety yes. show. Variety show, yes. Yeah. Little, little bit of nostalgia, a lot of nostalgia thrown in there. So it does kind of have like a little bit of a kitschy vibe to it going into it. This show, I wrote down my thoughts as I was watching it, so we're kind of going to go in order. That's okay. Of this forty-five minute show, so. It opens in the most, uh, if you're Tiffany and you have very weird 
a vintage, kitschy, glam taste. This was like my dream formal room. It was just, the decor is amazing. I will give it that. This set was amazing. So uh, it opens with Casey wearing what I wrote, a brown bedazzled share slash gingerbread man jumpsuit. I can I can envision that can from envision that description. That. Um, and it's her and James Corden, and they're singing Let It Snow. And I don't have an opinion on James Corden. Sure. He's, yeah. He's a person. Good for him. Um, and so they're singing, and every time they talk about when it, let it snow, the windows open and snow blows in. And like the first time it was funny, the seventh time, it was not. It was just, this is <laughs> all right. We get it. We get it. There's snow on you. Everybody gets it. So immediately I was like, oh, we're going to try and be funny. <laughs> when we're again, trying. Casey is not an outgoing, funny, she's funny on accident. Yeah. Right. She's not a great actress. She's just as she's a good singer and she's real pretty I and don't she like wears where this on. review is going. Yeah. So <laughs> you're kind of like, oh gosh, okay. Uh they were singing live at this point, which that kind of goes back and forth to where, okay, that sounds pre-recorded. I don't think there's um not sure what's going on. So they were singing, um, and they did have a live band. The band looked so fucking bored. I was like, oh no. <laughs> okay. Is that really her band? I have no idea. So that's how it opens. I thought James Corden was the host. Turns out he's not. We'll meet the host, but not yet. Because then there is this weird transition into what we will call an elevated fashion moment for Casey Musgraves. And it goes from let it snow and this funny, oh my God, there's snow all over them to have yourself a merry little Christmas. And she is in the most beautiful red gown I've ever seen. But it was like, you have all this high energy from Let It Snow. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to bust out like, what is, eh, I don't know, a Christmas ballad. Would you call that one? Yeah, it's it's sort of like solemn a little bit. Yeah, it was, a, it was a weird transition. However, her dress, most gorgeous. It was red off the shoulder, sweetheart neckline with a bow in the middle. It looked like she was like literally wrapped. And then it was a mullet dress, like short in the front with tons of ruffles because the girl loves a ruffle with like the longest train. And so when she starts walking down the stairs, I was just like, oh my God, you're so magical. And then it's interspersed with like people and like vintage living rooms, like watching her sing this at home. And I'm like, no, I get it. I get it. I get this is a special thing. Okay. How, when she walks down the stairs and she has this big elegant moment and then she's standing there, she gets to the bottom and stands in the middle of the set and looks so fucking bored. And then I was like, well, maybe she's stoned because she does that. But like, it's a long song. I don't know. Okay. So that was song number two. Which is <laughs> best dress, greatest legs, beautiful song. Of course, she sings it yeah, very well. But it was just kind of like... This is awkward. And like you can kind of feel her going, this is awkward. <laughs> so then we get a pullback wide shot of the set, which is kind of impressive. It's a two-story set that had seven-ish rooms, all different color themes. Ooh. Yeah. So she was in the red room when she was singing. I don't know what the gingerbread outfit room was. That was multicolored. We'll call that one multicolored. Now we meet the narrator of the show, who is... Daniel Levy. I saw that he was in it. I didn't know what his role was. Daniel Levy is dressed like an elf and he's super cute and he is just like himself. 
and he's he's smug and he makes cute little faces and says really obnoxious things which then she calls him out for later she's like you're supposed to be cheerful and he's like uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> so the story now that we're two songs into this oh there's a story there's a story is that casey's prepping for christmas but she just got home from her tour so it's super last minute so her and her band are trying to like celebrate christmas together but she can't find nana's special christmas tree topper and she's really upset so she's just kind of walking around going did anybody find my special ornament from nana (laughs) she doesn't have presents for anybody but like special guests keep popping by and it's but like doesn't she have a personal assistant that can just go get this shit for her right special over <laughs> ask your assistant to get it for the you the end of the story is that you need to hire a personal assistant um so uh yeah there's yeah she's just she doesn't pull off the acting parts well mm. the, the yeah so dan kind of helps that a little bit yeah. was he good he was himself okay yeah. Which is charming. Which is fine. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, so then from there, that little interstitial, we get to the third song. Uh, somebody rings the doorbell. Oh, my God. Who is it? It's fucking Leon Bridges, who, again, has. Okay. You're making a face who, like you don't know who Leon Bridges who is. is. But if you watched Big Little Lies, uh, season one, the song where um, it's called River and... I think Reese and her husband have a romantic dance to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. You'll listen to it and you'll be like, oh my God, yeah, that's that song. Lovely on Bridges. He has like an old timey, very sexy voice. Interesting individual. Uh, he was wearing a skin suit colored cowboy outfit. All right. Not the best choice. Uh, they go to uh, the library, which is where they were singing. And they both sit in the armchairs. Uh, the song that they are singing is Present Without a Bow, which I think is one of her Christmas originals. Mm. Um, it's cute. I like it a lot. Uh, but it's really awkward because they're like not next to each other. And then he like gets up and does like weird little dances and gives like the most unenthusiastic twirl I've ever seen. It didn't seem like they were singing live. And then what happens next, I was like, oh, that's why they're not singing live. Because then they go into the tiny room next door where they start walking up the walls and dancing upside down on the ceiling. Because why not? Because this is an Eddie Murphy video? Because why not? I don't know how they pulled that off. Is it an upbeat song? Is it? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of her music has like kind of a mellow tone to it. It's like as upbeat as she's like willing to get. So not or maybe like dance as... on the ceiling upbeat. <clears throat> no. Yeah. All right. He also looks very bored. Maybe I, maybe marijuana was a part of this. Yeah, maybe she just smoked everybody up yeah. before they started and that was a mistake. Yeah, possibly. But he has the greatest voice. So it's like, all right, well, if I'm not paying attention to what's going on on the screen, <laughs> this is very pleasant. Uh, so that was present without a bow. Then we get a little bit more Dan, and then it automatically just jumps into song number four, and the special guest singer is just there. She doesn't get any backstory like Leon Bridges does. It's rocking around the Christmas tree with Camilla Cabello. Cabello? No idea. I'm too old she's, for yeah, her. Yeah, she's she's a, she's one of the she's the kids like her. Yeah, and I, that Sean Mendez kid or whatever his name that's is. That Sean Mendez one, right? Aren't they, aren't they like together or some shit? Oh, I'm not sure. Like no, they maybe almost it's not him. No, I think it is him. Yeah, and they're like in love and shit. I don't know. I don't know where she came from. In my head, she's like one of the girls from Fifth Harmony, but I don't think that's a true story. I think I just literally made that up. (laughs) I think she's only like 
19. She, yeah. Like, I just gave birth to her. Um, it's a cute song. It's rocking around the Christmas tree. Can't hate it. They're both wearing amazing red outfits. Casey's is a red, feathery, and lace jumpsuit. And they happen to be wearing matching lip color, which I thought was an interesting touch. Seem to be lip syncing, and Camilla's not great at it. Oh, no. Not a great lip syncer. Um, and then, like, some really cheesy dancers come out to join them. Male dancers or women dancers? Both. Oh. The end. <laughs> the end of that song. Then we transition to song number five, which is back in the library, which is Fred Armisen, who I think I've reached my limit of Fred Armisen-ness. Why? Fred, I don't know. Maybe no, not why have you reached your limit? Why was Fred Armisen there? Right. Yeah, why? Like, stop your Fred Armisen-ness. Draw a line somewhere. Is he cool? I guess. Because, like, I, all of the other people that you've talked yeah. about so far are, like, kind of trendy or on on trend right now. Yeah. Fred Armisen? And then Fred Armisen. I which, I have questions. What? Maybe they smoke weed together. That's what Maybe. ties everybody together yes, in this Christmas it's, special. It's the weed party. So they are going to sing Silent Night, both in Christmas sweaters. Just She's back to casual Casey in a Christmas sweater and leggings, and he's in a cute little Christmas sweater. He calls it one of the most beautiful songs ever, ever written. And they start singing and it's very peaceful. And oh my God, a man comes in to hang a portrait on the wall behind them and starts hammering and doing all this stuff. And they're like, geez, do you have to do that now? And he's like, yeah, you guys need it for the song. Paul. It happened seven times. Like the first time it was like, that's funny. And then they would restart the song and like awkwardly look at each other. Like the intro leading up to the song is really long. Not kidding. The, the, the guy came in to do his shtick like, so did they ever get to a point? Because there's this there's this phenomenon in comedy, and I think we've talked about this before, where you do something over and over and over, and then it stops being funny. But if you just keep going, then it starts being funny again. Do they, I think any that, of that, that happen? I think it would have worked if they didn't restart the song over every time. If they would have just kept singing through it. And stop. Yeah. Okay. But then they would, and it's a, again a long intro, and yeah. It, yeah, the guy, the construction worker guy, is from the James Corden show. So they were also like really rude to him. But then I was like, well, I guess it's because they know. I I actually thought about fast forwarding at this point because oh, if boy. I had to hear Silent Night one more fucking time, I was like, Jesus Christ, can I fast forward through this? Okay, whatever. All right, so that that one annoyed me. Number six. Uh, we transition to Casey, I believe, in her bedroom, but there's also a Christmas tree in there. And I would like to reach the point in my life where I have room in my bedroom for a Christmas tree. Awesome. And also the time and energy and fucks to want to put a Christmas tree in my bedroom. Uh, it's just Casey in a guitar. Um, and she's in like this amazing, like, f if you imagine like an old timey flowy robe thing, but then like with like a high neck thing oh. underneath mm. it with some like a marabou collar. It was just... It was gorgeous. And this is a Christmas song that she wrote um, for the sads, for people, you know, like there's a lot of upbeat Christmas songs, but sometimes the holidays are sad or yeah. sometimes Christmas music makes you sad. This song is literally called Christmas Makes Me Cry. And right on cue, I fucking start bawling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about this. No. Okay. I'm sorry, Fred Arbison. I'm sorry. <laughs> But I don't know. It was just like she's – and I was listening to the Christmas album after without all the bullshit happening around it. And I was like doing dishes like 
<laughs> it does. Christmas it does, does make me <laughs> So that was a good moment. It was beautiful. And then we transition to Dan Levy, who is in the bathroom. He has a towel on his head and he has a bathrobe over his elf outfit. And this is where Casey comes in. She's like, why are you being so negative? <laughs> we need you to be cheerful because he'd be like, and now we're going to get another duet that Casey was so not prepared for. <laughs> and it's like, I feel like they were kind of like, do whatever you want and say whatever you want. And then, I mean, it was part of the shtick for him to be negative, yeah. but they probably didn't script him. Maybe a little. I don't know. So then she's like, you need to be more cheerful. And then he's fake cheerful and like, give me a Dan Levy Christmas special. Right. Or like half Christmas, half Hanukkah special. Yeah. <laughs> Hell Yeah. Okay, the next part. This is one of the things I don't like about Casey Musgraves. She's friends with the fashion bots, I like to call them. The Haddads. She took one of them as her date to an award show. Kendall Jenner knocks on the door. And she does the sign shtick from Love Actually. Don't ruin my culture. Uh, <laughs> that, is, that is the appropriation. <laughs> that is Christmas cultural appropriation. <laughs> That's the title of the episode. Uh, yeah. But thank God they didn't like have her sing or dance or yes, speak. Or she didn't do anything. Speak. She had on the most amazing earrings. So her sign story was that she wanted Casey to swap places with her for her family Christmas. Because they kind of look alike and her name starts with a K. And she could be in one of the Christmas cards. <laughs> it's kind of funny. But again, I was like, this is three minutes of my life I could have got back. <laughs> I get it. Whatever. Then we go into, uh, we get more Dan, Lovey, uh, song number seven, which I don't know why this is one of her Christmas songs, but it's cute. Meli Kalikimaka. I like that song. It's cute, yeah. So she starts singing it, and then out of a box comes Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> and she's so quirky so quirky i she can't so even quirky and so whimsical and has the deepest singing voice oh, oh, oh. i can't even do it i know it like <laughs> i can be in like a store and not even be able to hear what song is playing but know that it's zoe Deschanel yes! singing because it's so like sleepy and it's, it's, it's like she's bad. got it's like she it's like she's got a vomit bubble in her throat <laughs> that is how i would describe it <laughs> Like it, it, oh, oh, it always sounds like oh. I can't do it, but that's what it sounds like. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, I wrote down side note that Zoe is dating a property brother. Yeah, the non-gay how one. They meet, I guess, right? And she was like, "I really like the show, and I like his Coles collection. Let's date. <laughs> Let's get together." <laughs> Anyways, that was my note there. Um, they're like taking things out of like a magic Mary Poppins box. And one of them includes a Christmas ham that they then hand to the drummer to play the ham. I wrote that down. I felt like it was important. And then at the end, they bring out the world's shiniest puppy to which I don't know how they both continue singing because, you know, both of them are like so twee. <laughs> and then like, you know, it cuts to them like losing their minds over the world's tiniest puppy and it had huge little floppy ears i think it was like a dachshund puppy oh. it was so cute it was the best part of the whole show <laughs> give me a puppy's christmas special we cut to dan and then we cut to i think it was the pink room because she's wearing a like a cowboy style fringe dress 
but it's pink glitter. It's like what Trixie Mattel would wear. Nice. It's very good. Uh, she sings this song with Troy Savan. Nope. Nope. Too old for that. Too old for that shit. Uh, and it, she said it was a new song. It's called Glittery. I really liked it. It's a Christmas song. Sure. Great. <laughs> it was great. I couldn't tell if they were singing or not. Oh. Who knows? And then you'll like this one. It was far too short, this next part. Lana Del Rey comes in. <sighs> She's my queen. Oh, my God. She's wearing the shortest baby doll dress with, like, the lowest cut neckline. But who cares? I fucking love She's, Lana um, Del Rey. They could be sisters. Yeah. They're both so fucking weird. And they they sounded amazing together. Oh, I bet. They sing I'll Be Home for Christmas. It was really, really, really good. It felt so fucking short, though. Like, because give me more of that. Give me. Where's the Lana Del Rey Christmas special? Oh, my God. It'd be so fucking weird. <laughs> and then dark, but then not. And then yeah. you wouldn't understand what There'd was going There'd be like a on. blood sacrifice. And you'd be like, okay. But then like she looks so fucking good doing it. You love it. Oh, I, yeah. Have I told you how... Um, my military brother-in-law loves Lana Del Rey. No. So amazing. <laughs> we like buddied up and like bullied Brittany into listening to it. <laughs> you have to be in a mood for Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you will get into a mood if you listen to Lana Del Rey. If you're not in the mood to listen to Marty, she yeah. will bring you down. There's been times where I'm like, which should I listen to right now? No, not no. Norman fucking Rockwell. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so that was... I would say one of my favorite moments because, of course, it's Lana Del Rey. And then the doorbell rings. Guess who it is? Barack Obama. Nana. Oh. And I bet Nana's a great actor, isn't she? I don't know if it was her real Nana or not because they didn't like make her do anything weird because it was like she was old and fragile. No, it was her real Nana because on the advertisements it said Casey's real Nana. God, give her a name. Nana. Can't we just call her Florence like we want to? <laughs> she has the missing tree topper because dipshit Casey left it at her house last year. Story complete. Anyway, so they have their moment. And she's like, oh, my God, now it's real Christmas. Nana's here, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like crying. I'm like, I don't have a grandma anymore. What about the rest of her family? She doesn't give a fuck about the rest of her family? Fuck the rest of her family. Just right? Nana? Just Nana. Only Nana's in Just Nana. Christmas. The uh. rest of the Musgraves were like, we want no part of this. <laughs> so then it cuts to... Dan crying and he wasn't pretending to cry because his eyes were red as fuck. Maybe he was stoned. But <laughs> Dan's crying and he's like, now Christmas is complete. And he said the Christian half of him finally gets the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's amazing. So then we get our 10th song, which is Ribbons and Bows, which is super cute, upbeat Christmas song of hers. And she's wearing a gold sequin share jumpsuit. It's like lattice style with like sheerness. She's amazing. She could literally wear any fucking thing. Um, there's a lot of dancers. She keeps, she walks past the rock cats like seven times before they do anything, before they start doing their kicky thing. <laughs> they, they were just posing as hard as one can fucking pose. And it's like, that's a skill. To be like, get out of my way so I can fucking kick my leg. My leg needs to kick. It's getting tired just standing here. So this is like the big finale. It's like fun. She's like going around to all the rooms and a lot of dancing. 
a lot of Casey dancing, which was like a lot of white girl, like hands in the air. I'm going to flip my hair back and forth and then slowly bring them. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> She's slowly doing it bring right my now. arms down to if the side. If you could only see, she looks such like yeah. such a white girl right now. <laughs> yeah. My, my dirty hair and my gym clothes. <laughs> oh, and then like the, t- the world's tiniest shimmy where they're like, Casey, we need you to do a shimmy. And she was like, mm. <laughs> sure. She's so tiny. She weighs like three pounds. If she shimmies too hard, she's going to fly away. <laughs> So it's cute. She looks like she's having fun. She looks like she was so fucking pumped to be able to do this. Did it look natural? I don't think so. I've never been to one of her shows, but I don't imagine there's a lot of shimmying that happens. Probably not. (laughs) Finally, the Rockettes do their kicking thing. Thank God. They were getting so stressed out about it. I was getting stressed out about it. I've heard how hard it is to become one of them. I'm too tall. You're too tall, I think. You have to be between 5'6 and 5'8. Then why... Are taller women even created? I don't know. <laughs> also, yes, it's only my tallness that's the problem. <laughs> so, and then it's like, it does one of those cut things where it shows like, uh, you know, like everybody celebrating and like, yay, we're done. But like, they're still partying and having fun. And she just looks really pleased with herself, which <laughs> is good. It's great. Final thoughts. Is Casey Musgraves the cutest person alive? Absolutely. Okay. Were there several times where I wanted to fast forward through this? Absolutely. (laughs) Should country stations go fuck themselves for not playing her music? Yeah, they should. They need a little bit more of that classic musical taste in their life instead of talking about swimming holes and cold beer. (laughs) More Casey, less yeehaw. Yes. Final thought. Just listen to the Christmas album. It, I've had it on repeat. I didn't know it existed because I didn't have her in my life before this year. It's from uh, 2016. Hmm. So some of these songs are, are pretty old, except for Glittery, which I hope comes out. Um, I, I've had it on repeat. It's my new favorite Christmas album. Because okay. I tried Leah Michelle's and I was like, why don't I just listen to Celine Dion, the real thing? <laughs> so I give the Casey Musgraves Christmas special 3.75 Fucking yees. <laughs> fucking yee. <laughs> I didn't say fucking yee. I didn't say fucking yee. Ugh. I'll throw. I'll make sure to throw that up on the Facebook if you haven't seen it yet. That was yeah, one of my favorite moments. I didn't oh say fucking yee. She's she's such a dipshit. I love her. So yeah. just listen to the Christmas album. Just listen to the Christmas album. I also, have- Spotify has this whole thing on there. So I actually tried to listen to that first and then. Just listen to the Christmas album. Just do it. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> I think it's called like a very Casey Christmas or something. It seems like something a, with some alliteration. It seems like a name of a Christmas album. Yes. I still have not, and I, I'm I don't even want to say it out loud. I still haven't listened to Robbie Williams' Christmas album, but I hear it's oh. very good. Oh. I just haven't been listening to a lot of Christmas music. It's hard to yeah, because when when do I do that? Also that, yeah. If I played it in the car on the way into work with Bill, uh, he would, he would drive him. the car into a ditch. Yeah. So <laughs> I've been listening to it in in the kitchen while I'm while I'm doing housewife stuff. Yeah. Because we're doing um, audiobooks on the way to and from work. Ooh. And right now we are listening to the audiobook version of World War Z. Oh. Which is really good, and it's way better than the movie was. <laughs> I never better. saw that movie. I didn't think the movie was terrible. It was another one of those, like, I 
I really didn't think it was that bad until everybody told me that it was bad. Oh. I, hate, I hate. Actually, you know what? That's a really good segue. Segue. Into what I'm going to talk about right now. Yes. I'm excited. So I had the chance to go and see with uh, Bill, went with me, the movie Knives Out. Yes. Which has had a pretty good run at the theater, mm-hmm. considering it's it's not a traditional like blockbuster style movie that would normally come out on Thanksgiving. It's right. not Frozen 2. It's not a, a Marvel it's movie. It's not Cats. It's not Cats. It's not Star Wars. <laughs> um, but it's doing really, really well in theaters, considering... There's a lot of buzz about it. There is. It was written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. Rian. Rian Johnson. It's pronounced Ryan. <laughs> first of all, first thing about Ryan Johnson, he Spell looks just right. like fucking Bill. What? Google. Look it up. It yeah. looks like Bill. And I guess there's somebody at Bill's work that he didn't know that was like, hey, Ryan Johnson. And Bill's like, no, my name's Bill. He's like, no, you look like Ryan Johnson. <laughs> And it's such a normal name that you're not going to be like... Yeah, he's like, like, no, I'm not. I'm not Ryan Johnson, actually. Doesn't it? It totally does. It does. So, So, I mean, Bill... I don't think Bill has any gray. we used to go around SeaWorld pretending that Bill was the redheaded guy from uh, ER, but now we can just say he's Ryan Johnson (laughs) instead. So the other reason you might know Ryan Johnson is because he was the director of the the last Star Wars movie... Before this Star Wars movie. So the last one. The last Jedi. Uh, the last Jedi. Okay. And he received a ridiculous amount of hate to the point where people tell him still to this day that he ruined Star Wars. I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know that either. And I this is one like what I was just talking about. There are so many fucking shitheads on the internet <laughs> that convince you that you have to hate something. Because it, it's whatever, for it's whatever our, reason. Our they, they just kind of, they just <laughs> pile onto each other like, yeah, it's the worst fucking thing ever. I didn't know Star Wars The Last Jedi was bad until... The internet told Until the you. internet told me it was bad. I enjoyed it. Were there parts of it I didn't love? Of course. Right. In every movie, there's, there's no... You can be critical of something, but still love it. Yes. And it's fine. And like... No, Ryan Johnson didn't ruin Star Wars, and no, it's the assholes that say things like this and like ruin Star Wars. Apparently, J.J. Abrams is coming back because they need to save Star Wars. Go fuck yourselves, poor Ryan. I also have a hard time believing that the people who are that fucking angry about it are real Star Wars fans in the first place. Right? Justin has the same opinion. Like. If you're a real Star Wars fan, you don't care. You don't care. You're it's just more Star up this Wars new content. Yes. That's literally exactly what Justin yes. says. He's like, I'm not going to be mad. Anything that Star Wars, I'm going to love for, and it's going to be for different reasons. And it's going to be in a different way, but it's not my story to tell. If right. I would like to write fan fiction where uh, <laughs> Kylo Ren and Rey uh, get married and have a baby, and it's Baby Yoda. That is, <laughs> that's my problem. Can I give birth to a baby Yoda? Is that something that can physically I will, happen? I'll get pregnant if that's the case. That, I told Justin if they come out with a line of car seats, <laughs> <laughs> I want a car seat. So give me a baby. Give me a baby Yoda. <laughs> Put so, a baby in me. I don't, I don't like people that hate on things that are popular just because they're popular. Right. I fucking hate it. It's an annoying, stupid internet habit that irritates me. Right. 
Ryan Johnson didn't ruin Star Wars. Nothing ruined Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars is fine. Hey, guess what? Star Wars is money doesn't care what yeah. you think about Disney Star doesn't Wars. give a fuck that you don't like <laughs> Ryan Johnson. So this was Ryan Johnson's first movie since The Last Jedi. Because he had to go through so much therapy. He did. And so there was a lot of like, oh, he's making a movie. He's ready to get out of the dungeon. Like, oh, it's probably going to be shit like The Last Jedi. Turns out it's actually quite good. So (laughs) fuck you, Internet. The other movies that Ryan Johnson has done besides The Last Jedi that you might have heard of uh, is Looper, that movie with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't see it. I didn't it's not see my it jam. either. Um, he also directed three of the best Breaking Bad episodes that exist. Which ones? Uh, Ozymandias. Oz- <laughs> I don't remember the other two. But okay. considering they're all in the top five best. Ozymandias? That's all you yeah. had to say. Ozymandias. Even if he only did one and it was Ozymandias. Yeah. It's funny to, to hear people like if you if someone's like, Ryan Johnson ruined Star Wars. He's a terrible director. Well, what about these episodes? That's TV. That's different. <laughs> no. Ozzy Shut Andy's the fuck up. Was one of the most intense episodes of television yeah. I've ever seen. I I am getting goosebumps thinking about how fucking good it was when I watched it five years ago. How long ago? Whatever. Anyway, there's talk of him wanting to direct an episode of The Mandalorian for season two. And everyone's like, don't let him ruin that, too. Shut what up. thought you said that he was a good TV director? So oh shut the fuck God. up. People I hate are people. the worst. I fucking hate people. Uh, Ryan Johnson came up with the basic concept for this movie, for Knives Out, in 2005. Oh. So he has had this idea in his head of something that he wanted to make for a very, very yeah. long time. But he got sidetracked with other product projects, with this, you know, with all of his other movies that are going on. It had a ton of buzz going on about the story and the cast before anybody ever saw any yes. they heard the cast which i will go over mm-hmm. uh and it was like really jesus that's <laughs> that's a lot of fucking people uh and the kind of premise of the movie is and how he'll describe it as kind of an agatha christie style whodunit okay but now yes i think when we saw the trailer i called it clue <laughs> yes. Yeah, a clue ask a fun kind of who done it movie with some humor but also serious content, whatever. I think that part of the buzz around it had to do with the fact that it was a Thanksgiving movie that wasn't comic book related. It was not a, a blockbuster. It's not a blockbuster. It's also not a um an an adaptation. This is just his original thoughts. We don't have so many of those movies anymore. Right. Most of the things that we're seeing are, a remake. are, are remakes or adaptations. You don't need to see a new Little Women. I, I'm going to. I do now, now that Timothy Chalamet <laughs> is in it, because he's my new boyfriend, and that's your fault. That's your fault. So let's talk this. about the cast. Because the cast is really you you saw the trailer and for this like Jesus Whoa. him her so I'm gonna just people? list off people okay Daniel Craig mm-hmm. Chris Evans Chris Evans sweater Chris Evans sweater <laughs> Anna the Armas who I will talk about okay uh, Jamie Lee Curtis Michael Shannon Don Johnson Tony Collette Christopher Plummer and so many more and there are a lot of actors who you. No. Mm-hmm. You know, but you don't know their names. I'm going to be IMD being the fuck out of this There movie. are a lot of people you're like, I know that person from 
yes, you are. You're going to have the phone out the whole time. The story of Knives Out is a wealthy patriarch of a family. His name is Harlan. Mm -hmm. He dies under mysterious circumstances. It looks like it's a suicide, Mm -hmm. but it's mysterious. Okay. And everyone and also no one could have done it. Okay. Everyone has the motive to do it, but no one has have had the ability to do it. And it's just, there's so many suspects, but none of them that kind of are clearly the one who did it. Okay. So Detective Benoit Blanc, which is the stupidest fucking name I've ever heard, but it was, it was chosen because it's fucking stupid. Okay. He's hired by someone to investigate. Who plays him? That's Daniel Craig. Okay. He is hired as kind of a private investigator. He's a very famous private investigator. He doesn't know who hired him. He got an envelope full of money and kind of a pointing like, you should go investigate this because something's not right. So he definitely thinks that it was not a suicide. And the cops are more like, dude, it's a fucking suicide. Yeah. It, It looks like a suicide. It is a suicide. They interview the family members first. And I'm not going to spoil anything in this movie. Yeah, don't. I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm going to give you as as much information as I can without spoiling anything. The family members, his kids, are Jamie Lee Curtis, who plays Linda, mm-hmm. Michael Shannon, who plays Walt, and Tony Collette is his daughter-in-law. He okay. had another son who was married to Tony Collette's character, whose name is Joni, and he died. Okay. Um, so basically the three children are Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, and Tony Collette. Because I only have like a half an hour, mm-hmm. I'm only <laughs> going to talk about specific performances that I very much enjoyed. Although everybody was good, I'm going to point out ones that I that are either, you know, special or they're, whatever. They're notable for some reason. They're notable for some reason. The first is Anna de Armas. Mm-hmm who it's probably on the list of names that I read off, the only one that you don't recognize. Yes. And um, she has been in kind of a random assortment of things. She was in the movie War Dogs. Uh, She was in the latest Blade Runner movie, the Blade Runner 2045. She has some small roles in other movies. I don't think I'd ever seen her before. To the phone. She's (laughs) so funny fucking beautiful Mm. and she i think she looks a little bit like uh alicia vikander uh michael fassbender's wife in a little like she has just these like piercing eyes and ryan johnson did a really great job of making sure that you always were drawn in by her eyes and that her eyes were the real kind of star of the show because they and so he used that in a really smart way that like she's like the cutest person i've ever seen and anytime she's in a scene, even with these, like, monsters of acting, your eyes are always drawn to her. Okay. So she was very, very, very good. And she plays Marta Cabrera, who is Harlan's nurse. There's a great I was afraid you were going to say housekeeper. And I was like, how fucking dare they? Oh, no. Okay, speaking of that, there is a hilarious running gag about her nationality that... They're like, she's from Barbados. She's from Mexico. She, and they all get it fucking wrong. And it's really funny. Um, so she's Harlan's nurse. Harlan isn't really sick. Mm-hmm. He he has some medication that he takes, but nothing that he probably couldn't take on his own. It kind of seems like she was hired to be a neutral friend 
for Harlan. And she was a very good friend to him. And because of this, the detectives kind of focus on her because they know that she possibly got information from Harlan about his relationships with his kids. Okay. So that's how she works into it. So they take her on as like a sidekick. Cute. Um, she, there's another reason that they take her on as a sidekick that I'm not going to spoil because it is one of the core parts of the movie. But okay. there's a reason that they take her as their sidekick to help with the investigation because she's very important. She really is. She's the star of the movie, which with the rest of this cast is very impressive. Yeah, And I'm very excited to see what she gets from this. Awesome. And she will definitely owe Ryan Johnson a hell of a lot because he... He yeah. used her talent and her face <laughs> in, in like in a really in a great way. So she was awesome. Oh, good for her. Tony Collette. We have already expressed yeah. our ad- undying, adoring love for Tony Collette before. Yeah, and I'm going to do it again. Queen, the queen of everything. I loved who she played in this. So I feel like lately. Within the last five years, Tony Collette has mostly been cast as either a fucking hard-ass woman, like a just a cool, you know, the aggressive detective. woman, the detective, mm-hmm. or kind of a weird, uh, normal person, or all of them, or all of them. <laughs> I don't, I can't remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, that she has been cast as kind of like like a ditzy kind of like beauty guru no like Gwyneth Paltrow yeah no she's never had a Gwyneth role she's she acts just like Gwyneth Paltrow in this (laughs) I love it uh so she's very granola she's very natural um she runs her own skincare company she's very flaky Mm -hmm. um she's a liar like (laughs) she's just her her outfits are great she's a stupid liar um she's just she's really good and I'm glad that they didn't because there are more obvious actresses who I can think of, Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> that could have done this role. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they went with Tony Collette because it seemed to be really fun for her. She looked like she was having a blast. I love it. And in interviews, she's having a blast. And and it sounds like this was like one of the most fun movies fucking ever to work on. Oh my god! You see, like, go if you watch interviews with the cast, they fucking love each other. Oh yay! And I love movies like that. You can always tell, and you can always see that in those movies, and where the ensemble is just like, we're best friends forever. Yeah, like they actually got together for like a poster shot. They didn't yeah. have to superimpose everything yes. next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, need to talk about Chris Evans. God damn you, Chris Evans! He's America's so beautiful. Ass. <laughs> uh, he plays Ransom. That's his name? Uh, that's his middle name. Okay. He has a different name. Also weird that that's somebody's uh, yeah, middle name. But he goes by Ransom. His friends call him Ransom. That's hot. It's hot. No, he's so fucking hot. He's so fucking hot. And he's so well-dressed. He's just so attractive and Did well-dressed. Did you see Jamie Lee yes. Curtis's tweet? About his sweater. Uh, she's upstaged by a sweater. He looks really, really good in sweaters. <laughs> like, really good. And he's got some good sweaters Ugh. in this movie. He's a he plays a, just a cockbag. Like he's a <laughs> just an asshole and it's hilarious. Love it. Because we we're coming off of Captain America where he's America's hero. He's the most wonderful vanilla person. Oh God, I'm going to cry. And then <laughs> he's a fucking asshole in I this love and it's, it. it's it makes it more funny because you've seen Chris Evans 
in everything else that he's ever done. Yeah. It reminded me of the attitude that he had in um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh my God. I haven't seen that in so long. I didn't even know he was, he was a in dick it. in that. And it's hilarious. Oh my God. Amazing. Um, he again seemed like he was having such a fun time That's with it. That's awesome. Because he got to be something other than Captain America for yeah. a little while. And he got to be a dick and he got to be kind of schemy and he got to all. Schemy. Yes. It's really funny. Uh, there's also Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this was a conscious choice to give him the most ridiculous, most absurd southern accent that is possible. I think it was supposed to be a caricature. If not, Daniel Craig is just real bad at accents. Oh, it w- I can't even imagine. I honestly it. thought that it was a gag and that they were going to, at the end, like, reveal that he was putting on a show and he's actually yeah. British. Because it was so, like, out there and and ridiculous. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to YouTube it. And or you're going to have to send me a link. Funny. <laughs> it is, it's a really funny, and he's a funny caricature of... Like, any kind of that style, like, movie and TV detectives mm. where, like, they're, like, the police are questioning him and he's just over, like, hitting keys on the piano for no reason. <laughs> and, like, he's just, like, disruptive and kind of, but he knows everything. He knows what's going on before mm. anybody else knows what's going on. He just needs to figure it out on his own. So he was really, really good. And another... I don't think I've ever seen Daniel Craig in a comedy before. I was trying to think of that also. But he and and he definitely plays a straight man. Nothing that he says is funny, funny but it's funny. Unintentional. It's, it's funny. And overall, this movie is really, really funny. There are multiple running gags. Love it. That they do over and over. And every time they do it, it gets funnier. So it's the opposite <laughs> of <laughs> the Casey Musgraves Christmas special. There are also tons of blink and you would miss them gags. And to the point where I definitely want to see it again. Okay. Because there were so many things that I missed that I didn't realize that I missed until later. And I was like, wait a minute. I I saw that. Wait. So it was very fun to watch in a full theater of people. That's awesome. Which I don't say that very often. I fucking hate full theaters for for the worth of people. But this... Because you're experiencing, like, the kind of you're figuring it out at the same time as mm-hmm. the movie's figuring it out. And then the audience is figuring it out. And there, it's it was a really fun movie to to see with a group. And I don't say that very often. No. <laughs> so, overall, I can't give away anything else. Right. That's literally all I can say about it. Okay. Um, because every other part of the story is a massive spoiler. Okay. The movie itself is a spoiler but it is completely worth watching it is very engaging bill said that it was his favorite movie that he has seen all year (gasps) which it's not bill doesn't love movies as much as i do so that was a very that was a big a big thing for him to say um so i gave it a 4.8 out of 5 epic ensemble cast yay it was very enjoyable i highly recommend it if you can still catch it it's still in theaters okay if you can still catch it in a theater with people that's how i think it should probably be watched yeah yeah and definitely uh, if you watch any kind of interviews with the cast that it's it's clear that this was just a hoot and a half and hopefully now people leave ryan johnson the fuck alone. alone 
Leave Ryan Johnson alone. Oh, my God. He is very smart. He makes very smart choices. This movie, all in all, like, the art direction on this movie, motherfucker should get an an Oscar. It is so well shot, and every... Every single scene is just filled with all of these things that you could miss if you weren't looking for them. It's really, really interesting. Definitely go see it. It is probably in my top five of of the year. It's not my favorite this year, but it's definitely high up there. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I am very excited to see it. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. And it's and it's a I I like original movies. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's like, yes, of course I love comic book movies. I'm going to see anything Star Wars, but every once in a while, like, you want something that somebody, you can tell somebody put their heart into that's just brand new. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the Irishman. Man. Irishman. I I know I'm supposed to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. We have an hour left. It's so fucking long. At an hour and a half, we were like, do do we keep Sure. What it it was nine o'clock at night. What were we gonna start then? And then another <laughs> it's too another late. hour went by and we were like right. go, do we is this all that happened? <laughs> this is so fucking boring. I I'm never gonna no, watch it, so don't. go ahead and spoil that next week. Um I have one more review yes. that is so different <laughs> than anything else that we've done before. So part of the thing that I have been obsessed with lately that whatever i really like watching wish hauls on youtube <laughs> oh i didn't look up that girl you were talking and i about. know it's weird that a woman my age <laughs> at the these, ripe age of 28 these are not supposed to be targeted at me <laughs> i'm too old for this shit but i love them could you for the viewers at home what is wish so wish.com if you've never been there is a website mm-hmm. it is a chinese company that sells a fucking billion items. Oh, God. Different. I mean, they have so many things on their website. Uh, and their kind of claim to fame is they the prices are incredibly cheap. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then they have shipping costs attached to them because they're coming actually from China. They do not have a U.S. distribution, I don't think. So they're coming from China. <laughs> have you ever ordered anything from Wish? I don't believe so. I used... AliExpress mm-hmm. for Similar. decorations once because they were like a third of the price. And even with expedited shipping, they were still cheaper than getting them in the States. Yeah. And that's what draws people to wish is the incredibly low prices. If you are willing to wait, because mm-hmm. that is the, the toughest part that people that like people that really hate on wish. It's like, it took a month to get here. Well, no shit. It's coming from China and you <laughs> paid 35 cents for it. Like, what the <laughs> fuck do you want? So I have been watching a, a couple of YouTubers who do wish hauls. And I just find them so interesting because it's like watching somebody else spend money that I would want to. Yeah. That I'm not going to. <laughs> and uh, the other, it's it's also like a, like a mystery box sometimes. Because sometimes the things that they buy are hidden gems. They got something oh. for a dollar that was really much higher value. And sometimes it is utter fucking trash. Amazing. And it's hilarious that they're like, look, look at this piece of shit thing. 
The other... I would forget, like, what I... It would be a surprise no matter what. And a lot of the YouTubers say that. Yeah. They're like, I don't remember what this is. Mm-hmm. And they have to, like, go back and look I at order? their order. Oh. Yes. So that's... It's almost like a fun game because you have to wait for sometimes three months to get Jesus. something. So it's sometimes, like, a fun little, like, surprise for your future self. <laughs> the other thing that they are notorious for doing that people don't love is there'll be an item, let's say a sweater, and it will be, you will find that same sweater and that same picture of that sweater on 50 different websites. You'll find it on Amazon. You'll find it on AliExpress. You'll find it on Wish. You'll find it on this, on YesStyle. You'll find them. And no one knows who the original sweater came from. Right. It's just a ripoff of some sweater, and they will also show the sweater in 10 different colors, but it's the same sweater that they just photoshopped yeah. a different color on yeah the other thing that people don't love about wish is free items so wishes kind of cool claim to fame that i don't aliexpress doesn't do this to my knowledge they have cheap prices but i don't think they have anything that is free and you can't can't see me right now but every time i say free yeah. i'm putting quotes <laughs> over so it because curious. it's not what? free okay um so free items the cost of them is nothing but you must pay shipping on okay. them. So the end the end, end cost end up being like a couple of bucks to there are some items that are free but end up having like $200 shipping. <gasps> so you have to be really really careful when you're ordering free things on Wish that you're seeing what the shipping is. Because oh. sometimes it makes sense and it still is a good value even with a few dollars shipping. If it's like 10 or $15. Yeah, but then you can also get an item that is really only worth $5 and you've paid $15 shipping on it and you uh, just got scammed. Okay. Um, <laughs> you got scammed. You got scammed. It's a scam. It's a scam. So what I decided that I wanted to do <laughs> is because I can't do anything like the wish hauls that the YouTubers do because they spend a tremendous amount of money that they get because they get residuals. residuals and get, they get YouTube view money from it. We are mm-hmm. not getting any money from that. So I decided to, because uh, there's a search bar on Wish, I decided to type in Star Wars. Oh, dear. And buy the first five free things that I found. Five free things. Free things. Okay. Free things that were Star Wars related whether I wanted them or not. Okay. Or whether I had something similar or not. I, there was, And the only restriction was I was not going to pay more than $10 shipping on anything. Okay. That makes sense. So that was my kind of criteria. So what we have, I have my, <laughs> Tiffany was wondering what this tiny pile of shit that I have over here is. <laughs> so the first item that I found were these Han Solo dice. May so, I? for those of you that are not familiar with what the Han Solo dice These are, are on Justin's Christmas list. <laughs> so, the Han Solo dice are something that was kind of a throwaway in the original movies. You saw these dice hanging from uh, the millenn- basically the mirror on the They're Millennium like your Falcon. View. Yeah, yeah, and so these were, I didn't write down the price of shipping of each one of these, but for all five items that I bought. Mm-hmm. Total cost to me was $16.53. Jesus. So I got a really fucking good deal. Yeah. I think on Amazon, and I don't know if they're the same exact version, but on Amazon, these are like 10 bucks. Yeah. Eight bucks. And I mean, the quality, they are the size that I expected. They 
are you know that kind of shitty are gold they real plate. gold yeah like is there's that real shitty gold? cheap gold plate no one expected when they're free that they're gonna be nice but I tangled them they're okay they're not bad they came they they came as pictured so i'm not even mad about that oh i forgot to say i placed my order on november 1st oh okay it is currently the 10th 10th 7th 8th 8th of december and i have four out of the five items the first item which were the han dice didn't get here until the 23rd of november so the fastest it got to me it was three weeks uh, the other items came shortly after. There is still one thing that I am waiting on that I still don't have. Shit. And so that's the thing. If you need something now. Go to Amazon. If you need something by Christmas, do not order it from Wish. <laughs> you're not going to get it on time. And there's no guarantee that you're going to get it on time. Like it's you get it when you get it. Yeah. They all came from. I'm assuming it's like Amazon where there's different sellers. Mm hmm. Okay. Yes, Wish has. It is very rare for Wish packages to come together. Okay. And sh- get shipped together at all. And even if they were shipped together somehow, you're still going to pay individual shipping for each item. So you are not paying shipping on the whole order. You are paying individual shipping prices to, for each Jesus. item. Jesus. Okay. Which can stay relatively inexpensive. Yeah. Like these five items, $16 total. Yeah. Um, or it can get really, really expensive. So the Hondice were the first thing. Not mad at the Hondice. Nope, they're fine. They came as as that's sold. what they are. <laughs> they were, you know, a couple of dollars maybe for shipping. They're they are. I'm going to bring them to work and put them, and they're going to be a cool little thing. So the second thing I have are these <laughs> socks. So the socks that I have, you cannot see them. Oh, we'll put pictures so of amazing. stuff. We'll put pictures of this stuff up on up on Instagram. Uh, have. A full body outline of Obi-Wan Kenobi, old Obi-Wan Kenobi on Amazing. And for a sock, it's not bad. Like, it seems like a good quality. some cheap socks you don't even want to put on your feet. Yeah, no, they seem comfortable. They do have that kind of weird thing that some character socks have where they just have all of the little... Oh, the threads. The threads hanging in the middle. But these aren't... These are not terrible. These aren't too bad. So my argument with these were, I didn't order Obi-Wan socks. I ordered Boba Fett socks. Oh. So they did send me the wrong ones. Am I mad about it? No, because now I have a pair of Obi-Wan socks. Does he look like Osama Bin Laden? (laughs) He does look like Osama Bin Laden. Oh, my God. I didn't notice that until you just put it on your hand. Oh, my God. So I do have Obi-Wan socks. I did order (laughs) Boba Fett socks. So you never... And that's another problem with Wish is you may not get what you ordered. And if you didn't get what you ordered, yeah, they'll give you a refund. But if you want the other one, it's going to take another fucking two months to get to you. Is there a customer service line you can... No. No, No. there isn't. Um, The third thing... What I have the been most thing interested that I got, in. When I opened this, I had wish syndrome or I didn't know what the fuck this was. Like, I ordered a ball. It's stress ball. I don't Looks remember. Looks like a stress ball. Let's do some uh, ASMR real quick. <laughs> Are you liking that? You guys like that? So, what this is, it's not a stress ball. It is a Death Star ice mold. Oh. Uh, this, mm, eh, that's what I felt about it. It's a lot smaller than it looked in the picture. Mm-hmm. Is it BPA-free? <laughs> no. It's BPA-full. Uh-huh. It's probably got lead in it, too. Yeah. That's another risk with Wish and why I would never, ever recommend ordering any kind of cosmetics from Wish. 
Oh. They can and do have lead in them. So don't ever order cosmetics from Wish. Uh, And household items, do I think this is real food-grade silicone? No, I do not. Uh, I'll let Tiffany feel it. Was that part of your top five? Like you ordered that on purpose? Yes, I ordered. Yes, this was was one of the five things. And I actually already do have a very nice um, Star Wars uh, Death Star Ice Mold. So I didn't need this, but I was like, I said I was going to order the first top five things. Gotta stick to it. Uh, it's all right. It's it's smaller than I expected. It's although when I went back and it's looked, small. I'm like, oh, there were no pictures of the scale of it. So it was my own fault <laughs> by not looking at the measurements because most of the time they do have the measurements. Yeah, I could have or something for scale. Yeah, something for scale. Am I going to use it? Probably not. Like I would have expected these dice to be bigger. Same. Yeah, a little bit bigger. Yeah, but. The actual Han dice are not that much bigger than that. That's almost true to size. The last thing that I can talk about (laughs) is the pillow cover. And this is something that I have actually seen variations of every kind of, you know, Marvel, uh, just regular art. And I've always been curious as to the quality of this pillow cover. And I have to say, I'm actually pretty I was Surprise. a little bit worried because the I would the the quality of the fabric doesn't look great. It doesn't look great, but I think with a pillow inside of it, it's not. It'll it's, be okay. It's actually fairly soft on the outside. It's not too bad, and I really so the design the art is really yeah. Cool. The design of it is the Millennium Falcon and this kind of like paint splash type thing, graffiti esque. Yeah, and little Banksy. Like, it's, <gasps> Banksy. Yeah, so it's a really, it's, I was actually, this is one of the items that I was like, that's, that's pretty cool for free. Yeah. Because you could get several of these and have, you know, because I got that one because it's sort of. You need to replace my couch pillow. Yeah, it's sort of, and if you have the insert for them anyways, a couple of bucks it's going to cost you. And I can tell you, (laughs) I did not. If you go to get regular pillow covers, even from like Wayfair and Cheaper, what the fuck is that racket? They are so incredibly expensive. Yeah. Why? It's a goddamn Have pillow you ever cover. Ordered one thinking that it was an actual pillow. Yep. <laughs> yep. Many times, and it's still like twenty five dollars. And why yeah. is it twenty five dollars? So I'm pretty darn nice. impressed with this. It's a very cute design. They had it's more designs that were in mm-hmm. that similar kind of style that were Star Wars that were really cool. The fifth item that I don't have to determine quality or anything are BB-8 dangling earrings. So I will report back in and how those go. You want to put that in your ear hole? I got to tell you, from the picture, they look super fucking cheap. Like, even from the picture, I could tell they were cheap. I don't want you to put that in your ear hole. I may not put it in my (laughs) ear hole, but I said that I was going to do what I did, and I did it. So overall... I'm the things I'm most impressed with are the pillow cover and the socks. The quality of these socks is yeah, it's not bad. It's better than some of the ones like there's a ton of Star Wars sock gifts out there. Let me tell you, I've been trying yeah. to find a cool Star Wars gift that's not socks or a t-shirt. They're small, yeah, size, but the actual fabric, it's yeah. Doesn't so I'm me. very impressed with the socks. I'm also pretty impressed with the uh, pillow cover. The other things are okay. Yeah. None of them are like oh my god, this is embarrassing trash. And I will have to see when the BB-8 things show up. Downsides, yeah, it took a long time to get here, but I had nothing invested in this. Like, yeah. I didn't, these are all things just for me. I'm yeah. not waiting on a gift. You're not so, Christmas shopping. Moral of the story, if you want to try 
to order something from Wish for fun, do it. Yeah. If you are serious about getting your items or serious about getting it for a gift, don't mm, fucking do it. Don't do it on a timeline. Don't do it on a timeline. I feel like Wish is just something to spend fun money on. Yeah. Not actually things that you would want. Or clothing. Or clothing. Some people, Some people get love their clothing, but the problem with Wish clothing is it is Asian sizing. Eesh. So it's a crapshoot whether it's going to be a child yeah. size. Like when I told my bridesmaids, make sure you're careful where you're ordering your cheap dress from. Yes. Jennifer. Because it, it can happen where you get like the expectation versus reality where it's like, oh, oh God. Actually, there's a lot of wish wedding dress videos uh-huh. that are really funny to watch oh. because that, that almost never ends up well. And if no. you are ordering your wedding dress, Jesus don't order it from wish. Christ. I know you want to save money, but that's not the best place to save money. <laughs> so overall, my free... Free, free, sixteen dollars. Um, Star Wars wish haul. I'm gonna give it a three and a half out of five months that I waited for this stuff <laughs> to get here. <laughs> and so, for those of you that um, that are listening, I would love to know if you are interested in having me do a specific wish haul because I actually really fucking love it. <laughs> now, keep in mind, I, I'm talking like low prices. Like, yeah. if you want me to search something like i want you to spend twenty dollars on cheese themed items right yeah like if you if you can think of something that you or you've seen something on wish that is relatively low price because i don't got youtuber budget here i would i it's fun for me so it's it's like a little treasure box so if you are interested in having me do something like that for you something that you are interested in and we'll put pictures of all of this stuff up on our instagram as well so that was just a stupid fun thing. I like it. That's stupid and fun. Stupid and fun. Stupid I like fun. stupid and fun. <laughs> that's that's my my legacy. Stupid, stupid and also and fun. Also fun. Yeah. Well, exciting. Yeah. Very exciting stuff. What's uh ahead on our schedule? Uh we do have to take a week hiatus. Yes. You all should expect this. It's we're the all, fucking holidays. We're off schedule due to one of us having a full-time job It's now. the holiday. I have a full-time job She has now. a full-time job. I'm so busy. Also, the holidays. Also, the holidays. So we're probably going to be every other week, um, but we are definitely, we have to be back the week of Star Wars and Cats because we will- After. After. Okay. So probably Saturday or Sunday yeah. we'll record because- you, we need our immediate reactions yes. from those. I would like us to fit in, if there's time in our schedule, a like top list of things we didn't talk about of 2019. Oh. If possible. Like what? I don't know. We didn't talk about it? That's why. <laughs> I definitely like, think we should do a favorites list. Yeah. Cause or I mean, even if you did talk about it, that's fine. Yeah. We, uh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do kind of a wrap up. Yeah. I mean, as is the tradition to do at the end of the year is you have to do some sort of a... I'm not going to do a decade one. I can't remember that far back. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. Jesus. And honestly, I thought that like 1992 was 10 years ago. Yeah. I can't believe it's only like... Also not going to do one of those decade pictures. No. No. No, because I no 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 because it's not an improvement. <laughs> not an improvement. Not an improvement. I mean, all the actresses and everything that are like posting them, it's like, yeah, you had work done. Yeah, I mean, like, I would say my quality of life has vastly improved. Absolutely. Um, and my happiness has also vastly improved. Yeah. But when you get happy, 
you get fat. <laughs> you get jolly. You get jolly, which is why I wore my gym clothes to Emily's house so I'd be forced to go to the gym. Although now I have to go to Home Depot, so who knows? So we will be taking a week off, but we'll be back the week of the 20th to give you our very, very limited Star Wars review because I am not going to ruin I'm not going to play that game. We are not going to play that game, but I will give you my impressions on whether i loved it or hated it Mm -hmm. spoiler alert i'm gonna fucking love it because i love all of them yes it's not gonna Mm -hmm. i love it already there you got my review of it but then cats we're going to tear apart from the anus maybe or maybe it'll be great maybe it'll be what if it was great it's gonna what be if great. it was great and like at the end so we were like sobbing and be like this was the best thing i've seen all year oh, i will no. eat my hat i'm gonna wear a hat just so you can <laughs> so, eat it so i can eat it i can't really anticipate that happening no there's i don't think there's ever been a movie where the trailer was that what the fuck that the movie ended up being fantastic oh my god i don't think that's ever I'm, happened I'm so pumped. uh we'll be back yes in, uh well, a weekish. A I should have said week-ish. this in the beginning, like real podcasters do. Follow us on social media yeah. at Broadspod. Share us with your friends. Yeah, give us a review. Definitely follow us on Gives Instagram so you can see the picture toodaloo. of my wish haul. Your wish haul. <laughs> my wish haul. My wish haul. <laughs> also, if you haven't watched this week's Mandalorian, oh, one of our favorite people alive was in it. I was waiting. I, I I was going to just text you the name, and then I realized, oh, she might not have watched it yet. No, and so I was like. But Tell me when you're done so watching much, it. Like, it's not her. It's her. It's nobody has that voice. That's the thing. I I recognized the voice before I recognized mm-hmm. her face. Mm-hmm. So yes, so watch the latest episode of The Mandalorian. If you're not watching The Mandalorian, that show uh, is honestly <laughs> worth a Disney Plus subscription by itself. It is. It's so it's fucking so good. fucking good. I, I love it. We haven't watched anything else on Disney Plus. We started watching Muppets Christmas Carol, but that's because we're children. We haven't either. No. We're just stealing Rob's though. <laughs> he 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 let Thanks, us. See. Rob. You can have up to ten people on your account. I don't even like ten people. I don't even like ten people. <laughs> so that's why we're Rob got us on his family. It's a family it's account. A family. It Friday is. family dinner. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. And we will see you later. Feliz Navidad, everybody. <laughs> Malik Kalikimaka. <laughs> I didn't fucking say ye. <laughs> I didn't fucking say ye. Good night, everybody. Bye bye. Good night. Sweet dreams. It's good night. It's dark outside. Whatever. <laughs>